Thanks for listening to The Last Days Podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. It's not just cry out to God and complain and whine. My wife said this morning, poop your pants or whatever it is, and... That was classic. I was like, wow, that's wonderful. (laughs) She's a boy mom. A lot of times we have an exaggerated sense of self-righteousness. We think, I'm fine. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am a new creation in Him. You can sing the David Engel songs all you want. You can sing them while you're sinning. You can sing it while you're, you know, going 30 miles an hour over the speed limit. Meanwhile... But that exaggerated sense of self-righteousness keeps us actually from taking an honest look at ourselves and seeing things as God sees us and saying, hey, is then the Holy Spirit can say, hey, hey, what's what's going on here? Why, Why are you doing this? I'll tell you this, because we're used to living in such generalities and things. How about when you submit yourself to God, be specific, because you know the areas or you're the biggest rascal. Amen. Maybe nobody else, even people that live with you, maybe they don't even know. But you know the areas that you have the biggest struggle in. Be specific. Lord, I submit this to you. I submit. I mean, it's so easy to say, God, I give you all of me. Because then he would like to say sometimes, like, what does that mean? What, what's, that, what's that mean? You need to be specific. Lord, I give you my mouth. Lord, I surrender my mouth to you. Be specific. What's the things that you know are the target of the enemy? What drags you in the wrong direction more often than other things? Be specific and acknowledge those things and say, Lord, I submit to you in this area. And then find scriptures in the Word of God that help you stay submitted. You might need to take a sticky note and you might need to write them out and put it on your mirror or wherever it is. Maybe it's not your mouth with talking. Maybe it's your mouth with eating and it needs to go in the refrigerator. I don't know. This, Lord, I submit myself to you. Lord, I want you to be with me. I want you to help me. I submit myself to you. Many of the battles that we have are just really actually consequences of our own actions. 
the consequences of things that, that we've done. It's kind of like who we are. You fight against yourself sometimes. When we were living down in Florida, the vehicle that I used was a, a Nissan Armada. And it was parked outside because it didn't fit in the garage. And, um, and so it was parked outside. And I remember several times when I would go in and I would get in the car and I would start to back up. I'd look over in my, my uh, left mirror, the driver's side mirror, and I would see it was totally off. And I was like, that's weird. I mean, it's motorized. So I'd like, why is it, why is it so far off? And so I'd, I'd adjust it, you know, get it with the left side, and then, you know, make an adjustment and everything like that. Drive throughout the day, everything's fine. I go back, park it that night, come back the next morning, and I get right back up, and I'm like, oh, it's totally off again. Why in the world? What's going on? And it was like day after day after day. And I was thinking, okay, is one of the boys just coming in here and going, eh, you know. It's a possibility. And so I did ask him. And I remember which one it was. It may have been Ethan. He said, oh, which mirror is it that's messed up? I said, it's the one on the driver's side. It's just like, it's just pushed in. I said, it's just a little bit, but, but, you know, I have to adjust it like every morning. Have you guys, have you hit it with a football or... You know, what have you been doing? You're outside playing and stuff like that. I think it was Ethan. He says, no, you know what I saw? He goes, there's this bird. It keeps coming and landing on your windowsill there. And it looks in the mirror and it starts attacking the mirror. It was a cardinal. And then I realized that's what cardinals do. They're very defensive. If they see another one, it's to the death or till your beak falls off, whatever it is. And the cardinal, as smart as it is having a bird brain, can't figure out, that's me, I'm fighting. I think a lot of Christians are that way also. I can't get the victory. You're fighting against yourself. You're fighting the consequences of your own actions. You put yourself in this thing. And you don't like, but you keep going back to the same thing. It's like the dog returning to the vomit. And then the dog saying, I shouldn't do that. But we fight against ourselves sometimes, and we get so frustrated with ourselves. I've gotten frustrated with myself, mad at myself. Why do I do that? God, help me. He's like, well, help yourself. Submit that area to me. Maybe you need to repent, first of all. We'll get into that. But repent, give that to me. Make a decision that you're not going back in that direction. And then you can resist the devil. But if, if you have a bird brain, you'll keep attacking yourself. You'll keep trying to resist yourself. You don't get very far when you resist yourself. Because you always got yourself with you. Amen. And you make, you make 
your biggest enemy yourself, the reflection of yourself. And a lot of times, people's biggest enemy is their own carnal nature. It's just a carnal nature. It's not even the devil yet. It's just we have a carnal nature. We fight against that carnal nature instead of just submitting everything to God and saying, Lord, do a work inside of me. A lot of times we see that the thing that we're dealing with the most today is just really the harvest of what happened yesterday. So if you don't like the harvest of what you're dealing with, change the seeds you're planting. Amen. Jesus taught in Matthew chapter 5. We're going to go for just a few more minutes here. Verse 25, he's teaching here and he says, Agree with thine adversary quickly. While thou art in the way with him, lest at any time the adversary delivers you to the judge, and the judge delivers you to the officer, and you're cast into prison. Verily I say unto you, you shall by no means come out thence till thou hast paid the uttermost farthing. Jesus said here, agree with your adversary quickly. Now you might read that and might think, well, why in the world is God telling me that I need to obey the devil? No. He's not saying that at all. He's saying, agree with thy adversary quickly. Because when Satan accuses you, how many of you has he ever accused? Satan never accused any of you? He's the accuser of the brethren. And so whenever he comes and he accuses you, even of, of whatever it might be, some flaw that you have, something you did or everything, even if he is minutely right, just agree with him. Yep, you're right. You say, oh, I shouldn't do that. Because I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. No, 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 no. Agree with your adversary quickly. Because it's your advantage to agree with him about your unrighteousness. Because when you're looking at your righteousness compared to the righteousness of God, you have to understand there's nothing close. All of our righteousness is as filthy rags. No matter how much good we've done, and yes, we are the righteousness of God in Christ, and I hope you've listened to my ministry long enough that you know I stand very strongly with that. And I believe in His righteousness covering us, being clothed with robes of righteousness. It's not our own. But sometimes even those with robes of righteousness have stumbled. I'm not talking about totally falling and, you know, just like you, everything is totally destroyed. No, no, I'm just talking. Sometimes you might stumble. And the enemy then will come and say, hey, look what you did. Yeah, you're right. You're right. If he accuses you of, of dwelling on an impure thought, if he accuses you of not walking in love, if he accuses you of not praying enough, just say, yeah, you're right. I can do better. I can do better. The key isn't to agree with him about your own righteousness. Okay, that's, that's not the key at all. The thing is, is that when he comes against you, he tries to, 
He tries to deceive you. He tries to deceive you by focusing your attention on your own righteousness. Okay? That's the trick of the enemy. Because he wants you to start defending yourself. Stop it. Instead, just say, oh my gosh, you're right. I should have prayed more. Lord, I submit myself to you, my prayer life. Lord, I ask for you to help me to be able to be more of a person of prayer. I know your Holy Spirit was leading me the other day to spend more time in prayer. And God, I, I got caught up with this. I was, I was doing this other thing. And I know I could have made more time. The enemy, he recognized it even. Lord, that's unacceptable. So I ask for you to help me, Lord. I submit myself to you and ask for you to help me. And you know, if you ask God to help you, immediately he's going to come on the scene. Amen. And you'll feel his presence. You say, how do you know that? Because I know I've done this. You'll feel the presence of God. You call on him. He's not far away. He's near to a contrite heart. You humble yourself before him. He's right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. And then when he comes and he clothes you again, you say, thank you, Lord. The devil take a hike. Get out of here. I'm done with this now. One thing I guarantee you, he'll never come back about that. He has nothing to work with. There's not a single person here who hasn't in some way dealt with some sort of a flaw, some stumble in some way, something that you knew, oh, that shouldn't have happened. I'm taking this time to help you know how to win against the devil. Because he doesn't play fair. He dwells in the dark realms. The areas that we try to keep hidden. Nobody else knows about it, so I'm okay. No, no, actually, that's not true. You're not okay. Because that dust of carnality is what's feeding the enemy. You got to clean your act up here. So, Lord, this area here, it needs some help. I need help, Lord. Come and touch me. Come and change me. Do a fresh work inside of me. It's not about my righteousness. It's not about who I am. I don't have to brag to anybody. Oh, you know, I'm this, I'm that. You know, no. Devil, I'm good. I went soul winning last week. Okay, well, what's that mean? Don't declare your, your righteousness. Declare his righteousness. Declare his righteousness over you. It's not me, it's him. Step out of the shadows of all that satanic assault in your mind or even in your physical body and stand in the brightness of your father's love. Understand he loves you. God loves you. Even when you stumble, even when you fall, God still loves you. Please know that. Please know this, that we love you too. Yes, amen. Oh, I, I would disappoint Pastor Todd and Pastor Katie. Oh, get over it. 
I want to tell you this. We love you more than that. We love you more than that. We love you more than that. We're not going to, you know, come against you and, and you come, hey, you know what I'm going to tell you? I, you know, I, I, I had a situation. Everything's good now, but I just want to let you know, all right, you know what? I'm going to pray for you. And I'm going to pray that God strengthens you. And actually, you know that you've overcome. Could you go talk to so-and-so over here? Because actually they're dealing with that's why That's why what we're doing with our men's ministry right now, this is all about this, helping men stand stronger. Helping them be stronger. You know what? Because guys are guys. And guys know what another guy's usually dealing with. Wow, it's quiet here. Again, the Presbyterian men's group. <laughs> ladies know what other ladies go through. I don't. I'm like clueless. I'm like, whatever. Like, I asked my wife, why in the world are they doing that? Why are they acting that way? What's going on? It's like, are they just hormonal? I don't know. And then she'll say to me, what about that guy? Is he hormonal? I was like, yeah, that's a good question. I just think it's the devil. Anyway, praise the Lord. Kind of wondering, so you go up to some guys, like, is it that time? Really? Is that... <laughs> do you need me to hug you? I mean, what do you need? I'm like... <laughs> when the enemy comes and accuses you, Don't see yourself as standing before a throne of judgment. As though God is looking at you going like, oh, you're terrible. You are such a loser. I thought you were my child. But instead, if you could please see yourself as standing before the throne of grace. As it talks about in Hebrews 4.12. This is where you come to get help. But if you'll allow the enemy's accusation to drive you away from the throne of grace, and you just look at it like, oh, I wish I could get help, but I really can't. Meanwhile, God's saying, whoa, whoa, what happened to you? Come on back here. Come here, come here, come here. Don't walk away. Now's when you need me more than ever. Come on, come in closer. Come in closer. Because that's what the Word tells us to do. The enemy in all his accusations, you think that he was telling you, you are unworthy to stand before the Lord. Understand, whenever he says anything, he's lying to you. There's no truth in him. God doesn't love you anymore. Meanwhile, God is going like, oh, my heart hurts because you're going through that. Let me help you. Come, just ask me to help you. Come, ask me to help you. That's who your father is. That's who your heavenly father is. He's not pushing you away. He's saying, come here. Come closer. I know you're hurting. I can help you. I'm going to put a pin in this right now. I'm not done. 
But I believe there's many times the enemy would try to come against those in the body of Christ, especially those that God wants to use in such a very powerful way. That's when I know he, he wanted me to share this message. Because this is how the enemy keeps the effective from being effective. How he takes out the qualified, and the called, and the anointed through accusations, through beratement. I want you to know that God loves you. God loves you. You say, well, you know, I've got this issue, I've got that issue. I mean, make things right. If you've got an issue with somebody else, make it right. Forgive people. Forgive people. I'll say it again. Forgive people. Stop looking at people as though they're out to destroy you. They're not. They're not. I want to tell you, there's nobody here. I know, I know the people here in the church. You may think, oh, you don't know about so-and-so. I'm not ignorant. I see things that I don't say about, and I don't say stuff about everything I see. Except sometimes I ask my wife, why in the world? What in the world's going on? Help me, please. I need your perspective also. Two are better than one. But the thing is, is that we here are a body. We're a local body. I know that we have here everything that's needed at this point to do everything that God's called us to do at this point. Why are more people coming? Because there's more that's to be done. There's more to be done. And so therefore, God will do anything he possibly can to distract, the, distract even ones that are trying to get here. Try to get them, oh, way late over here, that thing, that thing. Talking to the Villarreals who just moved here from San Antonio, which are looking around, I see they're not here. Praise the Lord. They were? Okay. The thing is, just to try to get here. It's just like one thing after another after another. Trying to trying to keep them from doing what they know in their heart. Like for a year and a half, we got to get there. We've got to get there. We know the call. We know the call. And there's others that are watching right now. They know, you know, good and well, this is where God's called you to be, and you've got to obey God. Amen. You say, but it's tough. I know it's tough. But the greater one lives inside of you. You have to be determined, I'm going to overcome, and I'm not going to allow what this person says or what this person does. Because sometimes people do things and say things that they have no idea that how it's affecting you. You're not actually a thought in their mind when they said that or when they did that. But you think you're the target. Sometimes people are just following God, actually, and other people get offended when other people follow God. Well, that didn't work out for me. Oh, okay, sorry. I know that. I've been told that. I've been, oh, wow. I had one preacher cuss me out, like, incredibly. He got mad at a decision I made. 
He called me up on the phone. I didn't even know the preachers ever talked that way. I heard words I didn't know. I had to go look them up. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> I've got to find out what I am. Look words up in a dictionary. I'm a spirit-filled preacher. And he told me, I'm going to fly there. He told me what he's going to do to me. And I said, well, I hope you don't expect me to pick you up at the airport. <laughs> and I hung up the phone. Amen. Like, here I am. Well, I can't let that be to determine. Oh, I'm not serving God anymore. No. I've got to follow the plan of God for my life, whether it upsets somebody else or not. My ministry is affected because of your decision. I'm sorry. Too bad. So sad. But I'm not changing. Because I know this is what God told me to do. I know God's got a better plan for you. If you'll just seek God and stop getting all upset. But he made a decision he wasn't going to seek God. He was just going to go farther, farther and farther and farther into the plan the enemy had for him. Until he destroyed his ministry. I want to tell you, your life's not worth it. Being upset at somebody else. You can, you, can, you can harbor unforgiveness towards somebody, and it'll kill you. Meanwhile, they're just doing their thing, not realizing at all that you were even upset at them. I've had people come up to me many times. Pastor Todd, I just want to tell you, I'm, I forgive you. I was like, thank you, what I do. <laughs> well, you don't know it, but I've been upset with you for three years. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Over what was it? I mean, I didn't even lose a wink of sleep. Meanwhile, they've been tormented for three years. Oh, bless your precious heart. That must be terrible. Being mad at somebody and they don't even know it. But it's not an uncommon thing because I've had it happen several times. I'm like, Lord, please help me now. Tell me to start, stop making people mad at me. And if I do something to make you mad at me, I don't intentionally do it. I don't think about, what can I do? It's going to really irritate the Fowler family. Because that name of theirs is about a snare. I know. We already talked about that. So I'm going to keep bringing up verses about the Fowler. Just to make them feel terrible. I don't give any thought about it whatsoever. Neither do I think anybody else here does either. For every one of you here, I've prayed you here. I've prayed you're here. I believe God. And there's going to be a whole lot more. And you may not always get to sit in the seat you want to. We might run out of seats. So you might have to find yourself more in the helps ministry than you like because that's the only way you got to come to church. 
Amen. But I want to tell you something. We're here to build the kingdom of God. Not to destroy each other, not to hurt each other, but to love each other and to bless each other, to help each other. And for all of us to help each other overcome. Find ways that you can help each other overcome. In whatever way that you have defeated the enemy, help somebody else do that. Help them overcome. Help them live a life of overcoming. And if you see them in this this kind of a repeat cycle, help them to break that off. Say, hey, do you need some accountability? I found out that I used to need that in, in this area here. Until I broke through and, hey, listen, you can call me and you can talk to me anytime. I'm here for you. I love you. I'll help you. I'll help you. Because that's how you become more like God. That's how you allow the helper to come out of you. To help somebody else. Father, I thank you right now for your precious Holy Spirit that is at work in every single person here. And I thank you for manifesting your presence. Lord, I come against all of the manifestations that the enemy would try to throw at different ones, try to attach to their carnal nature. I come against anger. come against unforgiveness. I come against strife. I come against the lying tongue. I come against jealousy. I stand against all of these works of the enemy that would manifest, trying to repeatedly manifest in your people. And Lord, I speak death to these works of the flesh in the name of Jesus. And I ask, Lord, that you would help us to overcome. Help us by the Holy Ghost to be victorious. To not dabble in any realm of darkness. But Lord, let us bring everything into the light in the name of Jesus. I ask now, Lord, for every relationship that we have to be brought into the light, into the truthful light of your presence. Deal with hearts right now in the name of Jesus. Ones that are here and ones that are watching online in the name of Jesus. Because God's dealing with many, many hearts right now. Purify us, Lord. Sanctify us by your word. Set us apart from those carnal thoughts, those carnal ways that our flesh and our minds are drawn towards. Because the enemy is looking for some fast food. But Lord, may our lives 
starve him in the name of Jesus. May our lives live before you. Starve the enemy. May everything about our lives, about our actions, about our words, may they feed life into other people in the name of Jesus. Hungry hearts, may they hear what we say, may they see what we do, and may they be nourished in the name of Jesus. May they be strengthened and made glad in the name of Jesus. We give you everything, Lord. We give you everything. We submit every area to you in the name of Jesus. And now specifically, as I've been sharing tonight, the Holy Spirit's been speaking to you. Now specifically, just you and God, do some business. Be specific in your submission to Him right now. If you need to ask God to forgive you for something, do that. Submit to Him. Resist the enemy. And then obey God. If He says, I want you to go do this, I want you to do this action. If you want you to do this for this person, I want you to, I want you to go and talk to this person. I want you to make this right. I want you to give back what you stole. Whatever it is, in the name of Jesus. Right now. Each one. Every part of us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Follow me, Victoria. In my life, Lord, be glorified. Be glorified. Lord, be glorified today in my life. Lord, be glorified, be glorified in my life. Lord, be glorified today in my life. Lord, be glorified, be glorified in my life. Lord, submit every part to you everything tonight Lord we listen to your Holy Spirit whatever area needs to be dealt with Lord we won't allow that little attorney to rise up inside of us and defend us Lord we just submit right now to your word Holy Spirit do your work inside of each one in the name of Jesus 
Let your word go to work in our hearts and in our lives. We submit to you tonight. And we ask for you to do a fresh, complete work in us. And we trust you, Holy Spirit. Continue to do your work in Jesus. Next Sunday night, I'll go even further with this. We haven't near covered. And you say, what's the purpose of this? I want to tell you this real quick. He's preparing a bride. He's preparing a bride. When he returns... He's coming for church, spotless, no blemish, it's pure, inside out. You say, well, that's impossible. No. No, it's not impossible. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord can't do it in yourself, but you can do anything through the Holy Ghost. He can keep you pure. Unto him who is able to keep you, present you faultless. Hmm. You got to give him all of you. You got to give him and don't take it back. Amen. Amen. Every day. Lord, help me. Help me to stop being a rascal to my wife. Help me to love her as you love the church. She needs to submit to me. Love her. Just love her. Just love her. Love her. I am. Love her better. Love her more. Love her more. Amen. Say, so why'd you pick on that? I, it just came to me. Praise the Lord. Cat doesn't like the way its fur's being rubbed. Let it turn around. Praise the Lord. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com and click on Donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.